Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Brown Petri Dish. Today on the podcast, we had a little bit of a surprise drop-in. Um, I assumed it was just going to be me and Brandon because we couldn't line up a guest, and Brandon was going to stop over on his way to the show we were both on and record an episode, and uh, he brought Jimmy Killius and uh, Blake Townsend with him, uh, and didn't tell me until they got here, so it was pretty cool, actually. I was uh, surprised. Always always great to see Jimmy and uh, Blake. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like Blake, too. Blake's a good guy. Um, he, I think, lives in North Royalton now, so it made sense that uh, he would be coming with Brandon. And uh, it was a great time, honestly. It was... The first, like, half hour of the podcast before we got into the news was just comics bullshitting, and that's my favorite part of comedy. So, hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Um, Have a great week, everybody. Dude, we were just talking about Zach Thomas' suspended license, <laughs> yeah. and we were trying to figure out what he did. Yeah, God Zach, I, I, I'm guessing DUI. He seems like a kid with like more than one DUI. Yeah, um, I'm not really hearing anything through that. Sure, maybe no. Oh, maybe I turned all the headphones down. That'll be just keep talking for a minute. Yeah, I would think OVI over DUI. Like yeah. I would, I would think there's something I'm thinking, questionable. I'm thinking he a cop found like a one hitter or something stupid okay i can hear myself now same yeah i could see that too you can't hear anybody blake's kind of like our little brother really? that wanted to play video games with us so we just gave him like an unplugged oh, wait, you're controller not, yeah you're not plugged in <laughs> um, but well, he's like the third brother he doesn't even get luigi yeah. he gets like he gets there like one get, of the you get your mic's not plugged in you get to be toad no i'm always toad <laughs> And this is the mic we have to take with us, too, so... Even better. That's real great. Yep, good thing I have coronavirus. Yeah, people are just going to have to deal with the start of this episode. I don't know. <laughs> I thought we started off strong. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably the best episode intro ever you guys have ever had. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... but uh, If we could find the criminal history on more co- different comics in the Cleveland scene... I don't want to know. No, we, yeah, if you could, if yeah. You could yeah. just uh, put that down in the comments, like all your criminal history yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have i have no interest in seeing everybody's criminal history we saw one i was it just wasn't gonna great. say last Who? time we looked one up he was a pedophile so. <laughs> oh that guy yeah oh, fuck that yeah i don't know how well what's, all what's of your know criminal him? history john i have none i've never been arrested you've never not even like a ticket not even like a drunk um no knowledge? i've never i've never gotten anything more than a speeding ticket what about you Ringo? i pled to a disorderly conduct 
Uh, it was a weed charge, but I didn't get like arrested or anything. They just took my weed and gave me a ticket. Yeah, I got a ticket. I got so. And Kent, where we're going tonight? Burnt pickle. Check it out. Look at me promoting a show. Yeah, Ding, this isn't that live. This episode's gonna come out like two weeks later. <laughs> it's coming uh, out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should have been there. Um, it was a great time. No, in Kent, I always got like uh, I got a fucking underage because I was drinking underage. It's really hard to avoid. Like everybody gets one, and then weed. Uh, a yeah. cop. Apparently, we thought we were being real slick, and we were, we're like, "Oh, nobody's gonna see us back here." And this cop immediately shines his light on us. He's like, "Yeah, it's all you guys walking. This is the number one spot where freshmen go to like smoke weed." <laughs> oh, poor Jim. I just had to do a shit ton of community service. What? Which was cool because when I was doing community service, I had to pick up trash in like downtown Kent. And I found, like, an ounce of weed on the ground. And just kept in, it? In the bushes. Yeah, and I kept it. And there was, like, a bunch of, like, ecstasy tabs. But they kind of got, like, wet. And so they were melting. So I threw them away. And they, yeah, were they dude. mixing him with the weed? Was the... Uh, the ecstasy... That would have been a smart move. The, right? Just toss him in the weed. Dissolve ecstasy weed. The weed was in one bag. And then the ecstasy was in another bag. And the weed was wrapped in the ecstasy bag. So the weed was, oh, like, okay. already, like, wrapped up. So, like, nothing got on it. I still can't believe they made you do community service for weed, man. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I just had to pay like a ticket or something. Yeah, oh, and they made me take like classes. I had to take like these I, weird. I had to take. I had to take those classes. The drugs too. Are uh, bad it, was, classes. it was Kent, so they were like like mad because I was a student there. Dude, I it used. I don't to think be... it was the judge. I think it was the school made me do community service. It uh, used to be everything. Used to be way worse. Like like ten, fifteen years ago. Like it was like. Uh, my brother, I think, I think when he got busted a couple times just with weed on him, he got his license suspended and like was told that he could never get like a government job and shit. Yeah, like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's before I, got, uh, I was decriminalized. I got yeah. over. They found weed on me, and they're just like, "Well, we're gonna take this, but you go ahead and get to work." Were you in Texas? Because that happened to me yeah. there. That... <laughs> I was in Solon. Um, they were like, oh, this is it? Here's a gun. No, yeah. I've had plenty of times where I've gotten pulled over with shit like while I was driving around smoking and definitely should have gotten a ticket or gotten arrested, but I talked my way out of it. I mean... I've I've been frisked with weed on me, and for whatever reason, white privilege, uh, the cops, yeah. like, didn't, yeah, for sure. didn't find it. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like I had it in my shoe or, like, up my ass. It was literally Dude. just in my front pocket right here. <laughs> I... It's like, all right, nothing in your two pockets. I guess that's the only place that anything can be you get out of here i 100 percent used white privilege oh, yeah. to get out of a weed charge dude i was straight up like like blatantly like i we, we got pulled over in the valley because i rolled a stop sign and we were smoking a bowl while we got pulled over and i was like and i had two people in my back seat my friend donnie and his chick at the time and my best friend my best friend mike and they were both in the fucking we were all in the car smoking a bowl and I get pulled over, and I'm like, somebody light up a cigarette, and everybody in the car lit up a cigarette at the same time, <laughs> which wasn't suspicious at yeah. all. And then the cop was like, can you step out of the car? Um, I'm by myself, so I just want to make sure you don't have any weapons on you or anything. And he pats me down, and I had a Philly in my pocket. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, a Philly blunt. And he's like, oh, you smoke blunts? And I'm like, yeah, every once in a while. And, <laughs> and then he's like... He's like, can you go sit in the back of my car for me while I run your information? And I was like, all right, sure. And then the lady was like, no, no arrest, just minor traffic violations on the radio. And uh, she was like, are you requesting a canine? And when she said that, I blatantly used white privilege. And I was like, 
hey, we're coming from my grandma's house in Fairlawn. Is there any way you can give us directions back to Cuyahoga Falls? Mm-hmm. And, then, and he was like, he just completely ignored her. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I can do that. And then another cop car pulls up with a canine in the car. And was like, do you need the canine? And he's like, no, I think we're good here. And I think I literally, like, audibly said yes in the back seat. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. like, it was, dude. You probably should have been like, oh, that's a cigarello instead of, like, a blunt. Yeah, calling it a blunt. I just I just yeah. said it was a Philly blunt because that's exactly what it was. You, you, they're not called dug. blunts, are Yeah, they? they are. They are? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, on the packaging? Yeah, the bigger ones are blunts. The little ones are cigarellos. Oh. I think I still would have called yeah. it a cigarello. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have said blunt. <laughs> The cop's not going to pull the thing out and be like, it's a blunt, get on the ground now. <laughs> I don't know, back then there were a lot of rap songs about cigarellos. <laughs> like, it was, no, that's true. <laughs> my, how the times have changed. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we got on that topic by talking about Zach Thomas. That's not a surprise. Zach Thomas, uh, you're a criminal <laughs> and a degenerate. Help him get his license back. We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah, we're going to start GoFundMe uh, to, to pay all of Zach Thomas's <laughs> legal fees. We're looking for probably at least I'm saying like five grand. I don't he think he has any five grand. That's conservative. I don't think he has fees. any right now. Maybe I don't know. Zach I'm not Thomas, Zach, but uh, in the comments, how much are your legal fees? Yeah, we need to know. Yeah, how much back child support do you owe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's starting a uh, he's starting a weekly show at the Burnt Pickle and Kent Burnt Pickle. You guys should all check it out. That's why we're all tonight. here tonight, except um, Blake because he owes Blake money. Yeah, I'm Blake. We're not bringing up personal shit, all right? That's yeah, not, that's, that's not kind cool. of been me the whole time. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring it up. We're gonna break your legs if you don't pay Black. Blake's Blake just sitting there, hasn't said whoops. <laughs> I'm about to say Blake back. <laughs> God damn, the one time you just combined Blake and back with Black. I think I had a stroke. Um, <laughs> The one time we tell you we're not editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this show tonight because I don't usually do anything on Tuesdays. Me so. neither. I don't. And I normally I've not been to Kent since I dropped out of college. So this will be Hell fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, you're not allowed here. Yeah. What are you? Look at that guy that got I don't even know where, where is the per- like burnt pickle. Um, no clue. No clue. 18 minutes it, from here. I know that. Yeah, I know it's the place that... Um, they wanted to start a mic. They've been open for a while because they wanted to start a mic like before the pandemic. I think Jordan Yule knows the owner. Mm. I'm pretty sure this is the same place that Harrison was talking about starting yeah. a mic at like a long time ago. Because that bar wasn't there when I was there. So Yeah, there's probably a lot of shit there that wasn't there when you were there. Um, I don't know. Like, Was the Acorn Alley shit there whenever you were there? Yeah, Acorn oh, okay. Alley was there. Um, but all the bars like closed. Yeah. The one day, is is one five seven still there? I doubt it, dude. Well, that dude was a sketch ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, dude, that place was so sketchy. Like it was, I was like, oh, dude, girls, like, don't leave your drinks unattended yeah. there, dude. They tried to take my real license one night. And I was like, I'm fucking 28 years old. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is like, bullshit. no, I'm not giving you yeah. my real license. Yeah, because I was with some people from work and they were like 22, 23 and they thought they had fake IDs and they, they like took all of our IDs and they're like, you have to wait till the cops get here. <laughs> and I was like, this is bullshit. I'm 28, dude. Like it was, it was fucked up, but that's how that place was like, that place was just like a nightclub that like 
I don't know, nobody went to. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd walk in and it'd just be like it'd just be like uh people at the bar and then like and then like five couples just grinding on each other. Like it was the weirdest weird, fucking shit. Weird vibes. Yeah. Weird yeah. fucking vibes. Yeah. That sounds like perfect vibes. Yeah. I'm just picturing like a, a red fox full of Caucasian people. That's kind of what I'm A little bit, yeah. Just yeah. imagine the red fox. But instead of like fifty year old trash, it's like people who Have dropped out IDs. of Kent State and never left trash. Yeah, that's oh my yeah, God. yeah, that's a good. A lot of people, a lot of pop collars, a lot of people are like, "Do you know who my dad is?" So yeah, like, yeah, a lot yeah, of that for sure. So the alumni bar, all right. Yeah. And then they had uh, they had one forty five, which was like a really cool place whenever it first opened. I used to work there. Yeah, dude, when it first opened, like, it was the best fucking burger you Yeah, dude, get. they have really good food. Like, they it was the such shit. good food. Mm. Their whole concept was that it was, dude, I was so pissed. I went there, like, right before it fell under, mm-hmm. and I ordered a burger. Like, their whole thing was the perfect 145. Like, that was a medium rare burger or whatever. And I get a perfect 145, and it comes out. And it's like, well done. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is bullshit. The owner, because there was one in Avon, too. I worked at both of them. And apparently, like, it's a it's a corporation. And the owner is, like, blacklisted from ever owning a 145 again. Yeah, dude. So, so bad. So they were, so they, uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people in the bar industry. And uh, I, I, had, I, I heard that they were, like, that they were like uh, going through money so fast that they didn't do a liquor order. He would he would he would pay for the liquor the day that they got the liquor. Like that's how wow close they were to going under. At- Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he would yeah. wear um the a bar owner was so creepy. He would hit on like the barely legal like ho- like college age hostesses, and uh, dude, that's normal. He- well, yeah, that's but, uh, that's normal. But dude, no, he uh, he always had straightened hair. He had a bunch like a nose piercing, and no matter what time of year, he would uh, wear flip flops and have like pedicured toes, like like painted toes. And what if you're the gonna fuck? put the money into it, you gotta show them. Yeah, like it was yeah. like and it like not in like I like I don't know. He it was like really weird. He would like have like Fourth of July colors or like browns colored. It was so weird, <laughs> very festive. <laughs> and I was like, dude. Get out of the kitchen with your gross ass feet, dude. You're creeping everybody <laughs> out. Those flip flops non slip. Get his, your ass out of here. His dad looked like the Oompa Loompa from the new Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> when I, I worked at I worked at Brewbakers for like, I don't know, two, three years. Mm-hmm. And um I'm not gonna say anything about anybody I worked with there, but um the bar next door, Johnny J is was very much like that. Like it was it was like he would just hire like the hottest girls he could possibly hire and like the youngest hottest girls that he could possibly hire that could leave legally serve alcohol and then just you would see him just like you would see him get out he was it was the weirdest shit you'd see him get out of his suv with like fucking with like fucking three like 19 year olds and dudes like 46 Uh, 47 years old yeah, dude, it was... Did all the waitresses have to wear, like, a tight black t-shirt and, like, shorts? No, they, they didn't like have... Johnny a, they didn't yeah, have they like had to a, dress, like, sloops. Yeah. Not the, the one in the valley. They didn't have a dress code or anything, oh, but dude, they the were one, expected the to dress... 
had to have really high skirts, tight black shirts, like he said. Yeah, well, dude, like that too. You, you you don't realize like how many bars take like the Hooters approach because that's what one four five was kind of like. Yeah, it was fucked up, dude. In the in the McDonald's did the same thing. In like two thousand, like up until like recently, with all the like Me Too shit that happened, I think like the method of of running a good bar was widely known as you have like one good male bartender, one good female bartender, and then you just hired the hottest girls that you could possibly find. Like that was the whole sixty-five year old head cook. I don't know. We didn't have we didn't have uh, we didn't have a cook at Brubaker's. So uh, well, I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, but we when you got a food order, you had to make it yourself, basically. Oh, like you had to, not the customer, like the server. Yeah, 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 yeah the maker? server. Yeah, the bar yeah, be, the bartender. I'd be fucking yeah. damned if you told so, me. So, like, if a cocktail waitress, vendors. if a cocktail waitress, if you were, if your job was to work the cocktail bar, mm-hmm. and a cocktail waitress gave you gave you like a they used to give us the, their orders on coasters yeah and if they had food on the coaster you had to like tell somebody to take over the cocktail bar and you had to go make the food like what was the food though was it was it, just like, like panini press sandwiches oh, and, so it was like quick and quesadillas and shit oh, okay. yeah but dude that's, the one time kind of weird, though. well sometimes though if you if you were back there making food it was like it was like just unsaid that you stayed back there when another food order came mm-hmm. back so like on St. Patty's Day the one year, I got stuck in the kitchen making corned beef sandwiches for fucking six hours, dude. Did like you, it like, was tipped out. Oh yeah, I made like four fifty that day, oh, I nice. think, or something. But it yeah, it'd be hell if you just got stuck yeah. back there being a cook. But the shifts, like dude, server. were my my shift was noon to four a.m. That was what on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I made like four hundred and fifty bucks, but it was from noon to four a.m. I feel like you should have made more if you're working <laughs> yeah. noon to four. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, I also uh, I had a thing where I was like, I'm not drinking because the year before I got fucked up and I and I got sent home. Uh, <laughs> you were like drunk yeah, on shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the last year I worked St. Patty's Day, I'd have ruled that I wasn't gonna drink until midnight. And at like eleven, they put me at the outside bar, and it was kind of chilly outside, but people were still like straggling out there or yeah. whatever. And my good friend's brother uh, came to the outside bar and bought me was started buying me shots of rumplements. And I did, I think, like 13 shots of rumplements between midnight and 2 a.m. And I was like, dude, I was I blacked out. They said that I went inside. They said that I went inside and like ripped down some St. Patty's Day decorations. (laughs) (laughs) And then after close, like they they said, I closed down the outside bar. I actually closed down the outside bar. I locked the gates and shit. And then I came inside and I ripped down some St. Patty's Day decorations and I fell asleep in a booth. <laughs> <laughs> and they woke me up at like 4.30 in the morning. We're like, hey, dude, we're leaving. And they were just like cool and they just like made sure you got like home. I slept in somebody's apartment across the street nice. or whatever. So that was the nice thing about working in the valley and, and being able to drink at work. Like it was like getting paid to go to a party every night. But the nice thing about it was that like I never had to worry about driving home because I knew... 15 20 people that lived in the apartments across like between regulars and friends and other bartenders like i knew probably 15 to 20 people that i could crash on their couch if i needed to you know so i also had nights there though where i woke up in one of those apartments and i had no idea whose apartment i was in those are always fun wake-ups yeah and i met a really good friend that way actually i woke (laughs) up 
I woke up one day and uh, the, I hear this chick yelling, like, who's on my fucking living room floor? And just like yelling about me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, <laughs> I wake up and this dude's like, oh, hey, dude, uh, you want to go get breakfast? And I'm like, sure. And, and we fucking and it was this dude named Shane. And uh, he was friends with Hannah, who was one of the other bartenders at Brewbakers. And he was like, he can sleep on my floor or whatever. And so I slept on his floor. We went and got breakfast the next day. And we ended up, like, being best friends for, like, two years. Like, it was, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Did you still talk to him? No, he, uh, he, we, so we found out, we found out, like. He was a creep? No, we found out, like, um, I was, I was, like, we were all, like, 26 to 28 at the yeah. time. And we found, no, younger, we were, like. 24 to 26 probably but anyways i was like 26 and we found out like like i don't know like two years into hanging out with this dude that he was 21 so he was like 19 when we all first started <laughs> hanging out with him. Oh, that's so, why he was like yeah come, come yeah sleep dude, on my that's floor, a deal dude. breaker for you well dude i mean when yeah, you're like hangs out with teenagers all the time yeah. <laughs> i mean dude it's it's different um when you find out that somebody like lied to you for two, it made you break the law without your knowledge. For oh yeah, two yeah, years. fuck. Like, yeah, that's also, why you. Yeah, he also let you sleep you on his floor without your knowledge. Some call that a fair yeah. trade. I don't know, dude. <laughs> it is weird that now I don't think like it's it's as weird as when you, when you're in your twenties, you think of people like a couple years younger, like they're really fucking young, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you get a little older, it kind of doesn't matter as much, like. I don't know. Carter's one of my good friends, and yeah. he's fucking twenty-one. You know, like. It's... Well, I think, <laughs> I think Carter, like I see Carter. I'm like, oh, you're tw-, like not, not nothing against him. Like, oh, you're twenty-one, but I was, uh, but you're right because like you're a couple years older than me. You're like what 30, 34, 35, 36. Yeah, I just and turned I'm, thirty-six, and I'm twenty-nine, and I'm like, I don't think like there's no real age gap between us. It's not right. weird, you know. But yeah, yeah. like sometimes yeah. with like Carter, I'm like, oh yeah, like you just turned twenty one. It's just like, like every once in a while there'll yeah. be something that like comes up that I'm like, oh yeah, they weren't old enough to remember that, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. it's have like... you tried hanging out with Duke? Oh dude, friends? that's I I don't think I could. Dude, I don't. I love Duke. Know. I, I, I love, love you, him. Duke. I like Duke a We've lot. We've been shit talking a lot on this yeah. podcast. But I, I like <laughs> I, I like Duke him. a lot. But, like, when I hang out with, like, I've hung out with him and his, like, friends that are around his age, it is a gay joke every three seconds for no reason other than just same to make it. hanging out with me. No. Yeah. No, nah, not even at the same level, dude. <laughs> not even at the same level. Is it gayer? Uh, like, they would be talking. It's like, gayer like, than dude, rubbing your tit <laughs> while you're talking like, just, like, about like, being gay? Can I finish a sentence? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so when I talk, you're going to interrupt me, right? All right, good. Good test. Like, this isn't how podcasts work, man. It's, it's how you guys work. God, um, you don't have to be uninterrupted. Just talk. Just tell the fucking story. I was about to before you yelled at me. No, so we were in the car, like him driving, and someone said something about getting pulled over. And he goes, yeah, what if we got pulled over and the cop butt fucked me? I was like, what? That would be uncalled for. What, what if the cop did that? What if the cop did that? <laughs> That's an unlawful use man. of animal force. Like, Duke Duke does talk about penis a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Jimmy, oh, I will I say this. When and I did his show, po- Jimmy, <laughs> when I did his podcast, great episode. You guys should all check it out. Um, he did show me a dick pic. He did show me his dick pic. I asked. I asked. I was like, I think I I don't remember what 
how it came up, but I was like, let me see it. And probably slowly but no, firmly. No, he probably to, it. to a Duke's baby mama. Congratulations, nice wife, <laughs> nice wife. <laughs> she's yeah, satisfied. Yeah, but like when Jimmy asked would ask me that, I would you know, know that he's joking. <laughs> like it would be like I, was I wasn't probably. joking. I wasn't oh, joking. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't joking. You were joking until he did it, and then yeah, you're like, then okay, like, yeah, I right. definitely really wanted to see it. <laughs> You can't double back and be like, he's the weird one for yeah, that. Yeah, I can't be like, oh, dude, you're weird. I was like, all right, I guess I got to look at your dick. I didn't. He called my bluff. I commend him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's Duke. I love Duke, but he's like, he is like the epitome of, of young. Like, he's he is that he is that generation. Yeah. Where I think, like, I don't know, like, Carter is a little he's more mature, in tune with, like, with, like, I don't know, with, like, he yeah, he's still young. Like he still says bet every two seconds, but <laughs> I say bet. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's it's Duke is just uh, he's a sweet boy. I'll well, just say he's a sweet boy. <laughs> he's a sweet boy. He is a sweet boy. He's I don't a like sweet what, boy. What was the bet when uh like when you were twenty one? What were what were the kids saying? Like yellow home slice. Um, were it, you the I mean, what's up? It's, it's weird though because I feel like I feel like bet is used in so many different contexts like it's just yeah. like it's good it's, it's just like the word they use for everything bet. like it's yeah, yeah but what yeah, was like, yeah. hey, i want to go get dinner bet uh yeah I'm, I'm trying to think like what people yeah like i would say okay like yeah you know, like, <laughs> I, like i'd say sure dope. yeah sure I'd say dope a lot like what we're, we're, yeah dope was a were big... you were you a part of the trend where everybody was like what's up no you're um, part of that generation? the one i still use a lot that uh that I think it was my generation, as I say, tight a lot still. Tight. Yeah, like, oh, I feel like that made a resurgence. Like that yeah. went away, and now it's starting to come back a little bit. Yeah, but that's about it. That's the only sick. one I can think of. The sick. sick. I used sick. to say sick I say a lot. Baller a lot. Well, that's just because yeah. you're lame. I'm a baller. Jesus fucking. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being attacked right now. I'm oh, dude. Tight. So, like, so, much than <laughs> so I got to tell you guys about uh, the best Von Wesley moment I've ever. And we got to have him on the him podcast. Alexa's car. No, we got to have him on the podcast again soon. Um, but Von Wesley at uh, Funny Stop late Friday night. Um, Angel broke out some candy that she bought, and they were in like oh, no. they were they were in like packs, right? And me and Drew Miller got like uh got like one of those little Kinder bar things, and then Drew's like, I think Vaughn has the Hershey bars, and and Angel's like the whole thing, and I look over and he's just scarfing down this whole pack <laughs> of Hershey bars, and I go, Vaughn, are you gonna eat all of them? And he looks back at me and goes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, I'm like, and she's like, "I'm gonna need one of those," and he's like, "Okay, I'll be nice," and gives her one, and I'm like, "She dude, fucking bought him, dude!" But like, did what? he eat like an entire pack of like the mini? If there was ten bars? in it, he ate like nine, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, the so mini like the Hershey ones you get for like s'mores, like the ten pack. I thought you meant like a bag of Halloween candy. No, it was like the it was like a little package with yeah, like yeah, ten yeah. of the like little ones in mm -hmm. it. You I know? thought you were about to tell us that. Von Wesley accidentally no. pissed himself. Yeah, I thought no. it, I thought this was Dude, an edible story wait waiting till to happen. You see, wait till you see uh, Bill Stone's podcast that me and him did with Mary Santora. Dude, it was hilarious because we did it, it at that back comics table. Yeah. Um, and Levester set up lights and shit and whatever. But um, we Bill, for some reason, planned on doing it at 630 
and Mary was running late, so we didn't get started until like 6.45, and they're trying to seat the room while we're doing it. I don't know how the fuck they got good sound. He claims they had good sound, but uh, they just had like a shotgun mic on us. We weren't mic'd up or anything. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> Bill goes into asking Mary about her dad dying, and right when he does, Pete comes back and goes to go in the booth and knocks over one of the lights. <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like, motherfucking fucking in my fucking way. And, like, and, and me and Mary just start dying laughing. And Bill Bill goes right back into trying to ask her the question. <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing. It's going to be fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> I told the best to send me a file of it because I want to like clip Does, it out. But oh, yeah. you have Pete going like motherfucker. Yeah, like, and then uh, Pete was like, "Is that thing on?" And we're like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Fucking flicks off the camera." <laughs> Classic. Pete. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious, dude. It was honestly the best weekend I've had at Funny Stop, though. Um, not many comics came up. Um, there were, I think Friday night it was like Bob. Uh, cam vaughn and then drew miller came at the end of the night Did you give a out weird guess? collection Did yeah you give out guess? That's... uh yeah and wow. then um i think the first night was bob and vaughn i think and then the uh Two exactly the same styles <laughs> and then the and then the second night um who was there the second night i think it was i can't remember but they yeah he gave out guests uh, one guest set on each show um so i did 20 on each show mickey killed it the whole weekend like it was it was great dude and they were almost sold out every show so it was that's awesome it was awesome um i don't know i was just real happy with it and i forgot my merch on friday so i just didn't end up selling any merch the whole time um i wasn't even gonna sell it i was gonna say like i usually charge five dollars but if you just want to like give me a follow on on instagram and tiktok i'll give them to you for free that's probably smart. Or whatever yeah that's what i'm gonna start doing with the stickers is is if you if you follow me on like two of the three social medias mm. or whatever i'll give them to you for free man like it's because followers are more important than five dollars yeah. you know? that, 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 that could really slow the lineup though people have People who don't know how to work a phone trying to show you. The yeah, but when you're the feature, phone. but when you're the feature, you're you're like outside anyways. So like they're they're already past Mary at that point. Yeah. So it doesn't, you know. So it's not gonna hold or her up at all. Or you could just put like your Instagram and stuff. I mean, like, it's oh, on there, but oh, I'm not gonna okay. just give them away without no, knowing can, that they're gonna yeah, follow me. Or yeah, but yeah. It's, if it's on there, they can if just you have a QR code, code right, yeah, yeah. I guess, you yeah. can scan. Be like, hey, yeah. if you just scan this QR code and follow, then you can have it for free. Yeah, but that's what I think I need to really start focusing on is uh, getting Build the base, building more of a social media presence, and because uh, it's that's what it's all about, dude. It's it's like. Yeah, like I can be a good feature actor, I can be a good host or whatever, but like you're only gonna get booked so many places if you can't sell tickets. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's it. Like yeah. it's it's gotta you gotta get to that point where you have a, enough of a following to where at least you can bring in some people, you know. That's why I wanna get into like TikTok and stuff, just yeah to Tick- build something. TikTok yeah. seems to be the way I to grow. I just don't want to record myself doing anything. Well, you know, like I have no excuse now. Mine is just laziness now because I have two podcasts plus stand up. Like I yeah. could be clipping shit out and posting clips every day. It's just mm-hmm. I just fucking it's, it's, it's it is a lot of work, dude. Well, but once you get good at it. It's not 
I figured out today, dude, I have like, I have two hours of break time pretty much at work almost every day that I don't do like an hour, an hour to two hours, depending on how much so work I have to do. an hour and 57 minutes. No, depending, depending on how much work I have to do, I have between an hour and two hours at least every day. And it's like, I should be taking my computer to work and making clips while I'm at work. Like, why not? I'm not doing shit in that time. And it doesn't require the internet to make clips, you know? So it's like, that's how I did the Daniel Myers, uh, videos. It saved me so much hassle just doing them on my lunch break and stuff. Yeah, dude. And that shit made that episode blow up, dude. It's mm-hmm. like, it, I mean, that episode had like, that episode had like 14 listens and in like two days, in two days, it accumulated like twice that, like it was, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's the social media shit. You gotta, you gotta be good at it. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It, it's hard to do because it's like, who the fuck? You you have to get people to, um, somehow you have to get people to also share your shit, not just not just like it or at you least know, comment like, on it or something. Yeah, 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 dude, I worked so hard on Facebook just to get a fucking share. From like something like as soon as yeah, but Facebook doesn't matter really. Yeah, I, know, I know, but like I was just you know posting out you know stuff like yeah, you know material, just things I was thinking of, just keep posting out, see if I could get any bites. All I got was likes and stuff, some comments. Dude, the first time I got someone to actually share it, I was like, yes. Yeah, it <laughs> gets frustrating. It gets frustrating after a while. Like Twitter, especially, gets frustrating because if you don't have that many followers, you just feel like you're tweeting out into the void, you know. But it's. Yeah. But it's like every once in a while you'll have one that fucking gets like twenty likes and somebody retweets it or something. Like that's all it takes is to get fucking ten, twenty new followers. And honestly, trolling people on Twitter gives you more followers. <laughs> like it's I actually got I, I don't have I don't have Twitter. I only have Instagram. Or if yeah. I don't want Twitter. I it's I, just Twitter's good to um it's a good exercise, I think. I, I realize that um like several comics told me that before and I just kind of ignored it. Mm-hmm. But like if you just go on Twitter and look at the trending topics and make yourself write jokes about the trending yeah. topics. It's like the old school read the newspaper and try to make jokes yeah. about that. Dude, that's, that's how I got that fucking new bear joke that I'm doing and and I worked on it for three weeks. It was originally a Twitter joke. I worked on it for three weeks and it was murdering all weekend at Funny Stop. Like it was it was awesome. It felt so good to have a joke that and Bob. That was all Bob McClure too, because he gave me like the missing piece to it. That yeah. joke probably would have taken me months to work out if it wasn't for Bob. But, but yeah, man, that shit. It, Twitter just is like another exercise. It's like it's like doing one more joke, or it's like fucking like the thing I was doing at pharmacy for a while, where I would put myself last on the list mm-hmm. and try to write all my jokes that I was gonna do that night in well, like an hour or yeah. whatever. I'm d- I'm doing the gauntlet at uh, uh imposters and that's a lot of fun. That's giving me a lot of new material where yeah. like you just improvise like a like a set at uh like your whole say you just ask for topics and you just riff off of what like the suggestion is. And yeah, I've I've honestly I've got a lot of jokes that I'm like working on. I'm like oh these are these are pretty good. Yeah, that's a skill that not many comics have. I mean, the only one I know that does it like professionally is Sam Morell. They like just ask people to shout out topics and, um, dude, it's fun. You should try it. Who's the like, other guy fun. that, um, fuck, I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now. Steve Merce. No, from, uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? From Kent, um, uh, Caparulo. 
John Caparulo. John Caparulo does that. He like passes around. He like leaves uh, papers. Oh on the yeah, and then thing. he'll draw them from like a yeah, hat yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 he does that. He did that last time I was at Hilarities when he was there. Is he? I I used to watch him like as a kid. Like when they would, they would always play as like one special. Is he? Is he funny? Yeah, he's pretty funny. I think he's funny. And his his slow like measured way of talking really probably helps with the improving. Yeah, I just uh, I only know his way of talking that buys him time to think. Yeah, I I just um I only know him from uh his like Madden yeah. Was he on Mad TV? I don't know. No. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm Dude, he, um, I'm thinking of like a different person then. I know he's I don't think I know who Frank John Caparillo is. What? Dude. Frank Caliendo? Oh, that's who I'm thinking yeah, of. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of Frank yeah, Caliendo. Yeah. They kind of look alike. <laughs> who are you talking about? John Caparillo. He's from he's, he's got from like a Kent. Face. He wears he a, a he wears a baseball time. hat all the time. Um, you? Are you? Life. Are you describing? Do you remember you? the video? Uh, do you remember the video where the lady, where the dude told the Trump joke and the lady threw the beer bottle at him? Nope. Really? That was yeah, John Caparulo. He's he's pretty funny. Um, I'll show him to you later. But um, I was looking at pictures of him, and I I swear to God, I've seen this guy at Sheets at midnight or something. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll get into some news here real quick. Um. Oh, one more thing. I just something I'm really excited about. Um, the first weekend in September at Hilarities mm-hmm. is Dave Attell in the main room and Sam Talent in the cabaret room. Sam Talent's the guy who wrote that book, Running or uh, Running the Light. It's a fucking phenomenal book. Know. Like I'm I've never heard of it. Trying to get my book signed. Wow, well, uh, <laughs> that's cool. That'd be a good show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. could go to like David Tall like one Friday. And then... oh, dude, if you yeah. want to get a Run in the Light book signed, go go to another guy from New York that was on MTV. Who? I'm not saying his name right now. <laughs> Who? Oh, then no. There's a book called I Running know, the Light. Okay. But he oh, very well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. God damn, Blake. Oh. I'm not trying to go there again. We've made up. Um, <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. You, mean, for a second. you defended yourself so he didn't get mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some news stories to get into real quick. First one, this happened just today. Um, this is from CBS News. Nope, this is from Fox 11 Los Angeles. Yes, Yes, that's right. Uh, New at noon, a small explosion and fire have been reported at the Hoover Dam. The incident happened just after 10 a.m. Officials say a transformer blew. Visitors posted video to social media showing a a large pool of smoke coming out of the base of the dam. That's what you're seeing here. The blaze was extinguished by the time Boulder City firefighters arrived. A spokeswoman says the blown transformer didn't harm the power grid and power is still being generated, opened, uh, still being generated opened in 1936 jesus christ this lady sucks um yeah here's here's my question do we think this is like isis or some terrorist organization that thought transformers was real no there's probably Uh, some janitor that's gonna say that no it's just uh the horrible infrastructure of the united states um i just think it would be funny if somebody thought transformers was real and tried to bomb the hoover dam dude i am an idiot when she said when she said transformers i was like holy shit they were really there no yeah (laughs) like what got me electrical thing what got me i i lost track of what she was saying because she just went the hoover damn (laughs) <laughs> she said it like it was so surprised. I found it weird there was so many other people talking in the background. Like she probably should yeah. have said, "Like what motherfuckers, I'm trying to do the news right now. I don't know if you guys know." Shut noticed. the hell up! Put, yeah, 
don't you see the camera? Just stand behind and wave awkwardly. Camera's <laughs> lights and teleprompter over here. Um, and this is uh, this is something that's pissed me off lately. Uh, this is about Netflix trying to get subscribers back. This is from the Today Show. Don't this morning, all eyes thing. on Netflix as the streaming Shut superpower the may up, be facing a new plot twist. In a play to lure back viewers, Netflix is rolling out the blockbuster Gray Man this week. It stars Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans as dueling assassins. It costs $200 million, the most expensive feature film Netflix has ever made. And it's a gamble. The streaming giant hoping to bring back the subscribers it lost and pull in some new ones. It comes at a critical juncture. Netflix will report its second quarter earnings today. Everyone is watching to see how many subscribers Netflix loses in the second quarter. It warned that it would lose 2 million subscribers They're in the second quarter. The question really is, does it do better than that or does it does lose not more? Matter. Well, it, 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 is, it is something that like they kept, they raised their subscription costs yeah. constantly. And I think they They're finally... Like, no, but they finally got to a point where it was too much for a lot of people. Like I it don't was, pay for Netflix. I pay for. I do. And mine. How much I, do you pay? I think it's fourteen ninety nine a month now. Oh shit! Yeah, That's really how much I pay yeah. for like HBO. Well, it used to be seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my HBO is only only nine ninety nine a month. Those are the only two I pay for. You pay, I think. So you have the one with the ads. I don't think I have ads on mine. Maybe I, 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 pay, HBO I pay a little extra, that, but I could be wrong. Maybe I got like an introductory deal uh, this summer. Might have been yeah. with your cable. Do you have cable here? No, but usually with the streaming services, when you get an inter- introductory deal, there's no like, there's no like time limit yeah. on it. Like, like with with cable or like Directv, yeah, you would get like one year, and then they would raise the price. To where like when HBO Max first came out, they were like trying to get more people to get it, so they just gave you this rate and it was like a forever rate yeah kind of thing. yeah you know? i had that and then my card expired and my oh that my subscription sucks. and they were like oh it's 14.99 for no ads yeah and i was like oh fuck you guys oh um, yeah no i don't know netflix just needs to put there's just shit just shitty movies on it yeah they've been they have been getting back to um their problem is is that they banked on comedy specials mm-hmm. and now Everybody is starting to release their specials on YouTube. YouTube yeah. And well, it's because they banked on comedy specials and then didn't want to let comics do what they wanted. No, they paid certain comics way yeah. too much money. Yeah. They, they also, paid Kevin Hart way too much money. Not to, like, that special can't be on here. Yeah, but they, they paid Kevin Hart too much money. They paid Dave Chappelle too much money. Like, they gave out they gave they gave Dave Chappelle somewhere along the lines of what that movie cost that they were just talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've made their money back <laughs> on Dave Chappelle. I know, dude. You don't you don't there's no way they make that much money back off of off of a stand up comedy special. Like yeah. it's it's like uh, they've got a lot of publicity. We've talked me and Jimmy have talked about this and argued about this before, but do you know how many people, like people that I work with that I say the name tom segura and they have no idea who he is there's there's people that if you're not a comedy fan i think you don't watch comedy specials we've talked about this yeah i think tom segura is like most people know who he is though 
Like I, he's mainstream. I don't. I, I think it's only I, comedy honestly. Fans. If no, he doesn't people, do anything other well, than comedy. People know because they know Joe Rogan. They know Joe he's Rogan, the Netflix guy. They know Joe oh Rogan, Tom Segura. Like he's he has all those Netflix specials. But Joe Rogan was on was on the Man Show. He was on Fear Factor. He's an announcer for UFC. Like that's why everybody knows Joe Rogan. It's not because of his stand up. It's because of everything else that he does. Yeah, I think I think Tom Segura has like passed that. Like he's he's mainstream. Now. No, he's one of the biggest comics on on the planet. But people who aren't comedy fans don't know who he is. Whereas whereas people who are on movies and TV shows like have that actually like Tom Segura is to the point where he's doing a theater tour to where every once in a while he does he he can do an arena in certain cities or whatever. Like there's there's other guys who are movie stars and comics. Who, yeah, like Kevin Hart, right? I guess yeah. is doesn't do anything but arenas. Yeah, like that's you know that's what I'm saying. So it's 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 the point where Tom Segura is maxed out as far as like you don't think he'll be like if he starts you know, acting in movies and TV shows and shit. But I think, acting. but I think as far as a comic like just doing comedy and podcast, oh yeah, he's, he's pretty much maxed out. Yeah, with, yeah. I definitely like, wouldn't call him a household name. But on the other hand, I wouldn't say he's unknown either. Like he's kind of. I, th- I think he had, there's like a middle guy. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think more people than you think. Like Kyle Kinane, for instance. Kyle Kinane is pretty unknown. Is yeah. if unless yeah. you're a comedy right, fan. Right. Yeah. Most people who aren't like super into comedy know Tom Segura. Like, oh, they see him like, oh, he's the funny stand-up from the guy on Netflix. Like, I've seen the face. He's yeah. not like Kevin Hart's status, where it's like, oh, that's right, Kevin right. Hart. Yeah, but I think John's right. I think he is yeah. pretty much it's at a, full potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, known. no, it's the so same right. as it's the same yeah. as Nate Bergazzi. He's yeah. at the same level where yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. like they're at the see, height Nate, of what Nate you Bergazzi, can do. I would say you wouldn't know who he is unless you're a comedy fan. I, I think I Tom Segura is a little more popular than Nate. Bergazzi. Maybe a little bit, but his but his Tennessee Kid special oh, I think dude, was one of the most great, watched dude. specials he's, on Netflix. Yeah, Tom Segura because people could watch it. Yeah, yeah, but but the difference is with Nate Bergetzi and Tom Segura is with Nate Bergetzi, people can watch it with their kids. Yeah. And that's that's the difference. Like so that's why I think they're about equal with as many people that know him. Tom Segura's had five Netflix specials. Mm-hmm. Like it's And they're all dope. Right. All yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know his wife's Netflix special. I don't know if I <laughs> think it's as good. I have not um, seen it. I like her on the pod. I think dude, she's really funny. I liked on the her podcast. mother inferior. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Mom one was jeans. really good. Mom, Mom jeans yet. to me was like a little bit too close to like hack road comic, like a lot about allergies and participation trophies and like that kind of shit. And I was like, this is fuck. I've heard all this shit. Mm. You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't anything new or original. Right. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. it kind of sucks for her because obviously to build a really good special, you got to go out on the road and you know work your shit. She happens to be married to someone who is out on the road doing a world tour right now, and she has to stay home with the kids. She's torn, too. I know. You think they don't have nannies? Not, not Come on, they, don't, they don't. She was at, like, hilarities. She can't a travel as much ago. as she used to. I, she, I'm pretty sure they have the nannies, podcast. though. Yeah. Literally talked about it on the podcast. I know she tours, but she's not doing as much as she wants. Yeah, to she's do. coming to hilarities in 
September, I think, or maybe uh, August. I, thought, I, I know it's a reschedule from like COVID or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think she could just bring the kids with her with that kind of money. They Sometimes like they do. Work. Like Jim Gaffigan travels with his kids. That's what he like. He talks about like that's like our family vacation. Like I'll be take kind them of fun, on yeah. Tour. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that has to be fucking god awful to be <laughs> like working like on the road with your entire family. Yeah. He has like seven kids. Oh my dude, god. they had uh, he had some. Uh, he had some like physical trainer dude that was like in like one of the world's strongest men competition guys on two bears this week because yeah. Bert hasn't been on in like over a month because he's doing that that fully loaded tour oh, or whatever. Yeah. And the whole the first like half hour of the podcast was just talking about how fat Bert is now, <laughs> like how he needs to like get his shit in gear. But it's I, I couldn't imagine. Mark Norman's told stories about being on tour with Bert about how they'll be out drinking till like four o'clock in the morning and he'll wake up at like 8 a.m. and Bert's on the treadmill with a beer. And he's like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. The guy's a fucking animal. He's a party guy. Um, like, I just found this out. Did you know like Van Wilder is like yeah, based off yeah, of Bert Kreischer? Yeah, yeah. That's how he first got famous. It was the Rolling Stone article. Rolling Stone. Yeah. The real Van Wilder. Yeah um but uh we got one more news story we got to get to and then we'll get to uh kyle Kinane. um this is the one brandon wanted to talk about this is from texas it's on cbs news oh shit it's one of these guys this sounds like a really reliable source uh, there was two people destination God trying to get I'm safely to my destination and right. i thought that there was two people in the car why does CBS News have these kind of stories now where it has like the words popping up? Like, why, why is it so fucking long? stupid? We'll just fucking talk about it. Um, so what had happened was, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, some lady got pulled over in Texas for driving in the carpool lane, and uh, her argument to the police officer is that she was six months pregnant, I think, at the time. And she said, well, if we're considering life starting at conception, there are two people in this car. You don't get to give me a ticket. Okay, first, solid argument. I thought yeah. that was pretty fair. Do, yeah. do babies count yeah. in the carpool lane? That's the second question. Can you drive in the carpool lane if you have a child? Why not? I, no, I'm saying, like, can you? Has that, I don't has see why not. Done it? Yeah, I don't see why not. It's considered a person. I thought the passenger it had to be, like, up front. the carpool was supposed to be, like, you guys are going to work. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, dude. I don't see why you couldn't. If it's... she was going to work. No, carpool lane is just more than one person in the car. That's all the carpool lane is. You don't have to be going to work. You can be going anywhere. I think I thought the idea of why they started it was to give people a lane that would be constantly moving because people would like take rides into the city. Yeah, I I, I always thought it had to be like an adult. The reason somebody up like in the in the passenger seat. The actual reason why they started it is because they needed an excuse to give Jay Z his own lane. That's why. They started it. I thought you were going to have like an actual fact for a second. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did you research the car? Like the origin oh, no, no. of the carpool yeah, lane? No, dude. I'm, going, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. I was real high the first time I saw one of those signs when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was like, why does Jay-Z have his own lane? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's, I, I think she has a solid point. Like if, if my wife miscarries, like I think I should have, uh, 
bereavement days that you would give somebody if they lost a child. Dude. Like, I don't, I think I should get, like, six months off of work. I personally would disagree with, like, having some time off of work if that happened. Can you... Like, if there was a miscarriage, a couple of days. Yeah, how far, how far do we want to push this? Because, like, could you just have, like, an aborted fetus in a jar... <laughs> Listen here, and boss. then in a seatbelt, you're like, this was. Well, I guess that would be a corpse at that point. It's still another person. We yeah. could ask Daniel Myers; he would know. There's nothing <laughs> about the carpool yeah, lane like, that says you have to be alive. Yeah, you. he's like, you guys don't keep one of these in your glove box. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's been people that have murdered people so they could use the carpool lane. Uh, who was it? Was it Ted Bundy? Got caught driving with a dead body in his car and just passed it off as his passed out wife. Dude, you need to listen to the last podcast on the left if you haven't, because that... I love listening to the last podcast. Dude, the one, I can't remember which one it was, but there's a serial killer that used to carry around buckets of blood. Like, <laughs> just like down, like on him, like, yeah, like on his yeah, person. Yeah, 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 like, like in his car, yeah. Oh. And then he would just like slosh it around wherever he was going, and <laughs> like... Like, how did nobody notice that this dude just had a five-gallon bucket full right? of blood? Like, Depends how long ago it was, man. Because <laughs> yeah, I watch a lot dude. of forensic files, and the ones from the 80s are always fun. Because they're always like, Brenda was murdered in her living room, and all we have to go off of are three sets of molars, blood all over the walls, and semen in the victim. Well, yeah. How are we ever going to figure this out? D- DNA wasn't, like, a thing until, like, late and 80s. Also, I know. It's just mind-blowing so, to see It was those episodes. way easier to, like, murder somebody before I haven't that. listened to this podcast, but there's a podcast that is uh, about debunking how strong people think forensic science is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, teeth, they're so much harder to, like, prove that's the person than people think, like, yeah, bite marks. They, bite mark evidence is totally yeah, bullshit. It's yeah, listen, fake. I'll never tell anybody to listen to another podcast on here. I have a couple times, but listen to the last podcast <laughs> on the it left. It is listen to the last podcast on the left. The episode, the series about Richard Chase. That's the guy I'm thinking of. He was called the Vampire Killer because he drank his victim's blood, but he would drain it and put it into five gallon buckets and fucking carry it around with him. And nobody like, thought anything about this. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's crazy, um, but we got to get out of here soon, so I'll get to uh, Kyle Kinane um, is the comic we chose for the day. This is a bit where he's talking about um, your parents basically telling you to like just like be courteous to others, basically, and then later in life that you have to like kind of tell them that. <laughs> um, this is from his album, Trampling in a Ditch. <laughs> So we went bowling. We went to this bowling alley. Now we roll up there. All the lanes were taken up. So we got to wait for an open. So we're at the bar having drinks and snacks, as you do. And uh, this bowling alley is like an old-timey bowling alley. So instead of having the little inflatable tubes for when you you know how you want to bowl, but you don't want the challenge. Oh, I love bowling, but it's just so difficult. You can put those inflatable tubes so you can bing-bong your ball down to the end. Well, this bowling alley, since it was old-timey, it didn't have those tubes. What it had were these mechanical rails that were hidden underneath each lane, and somebody would just press a button. They'd be like, lane three. Somebody push a button, and those little rails would just click, 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 and just steampunk their way up. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty neat, because I hadn't seen it before. And neither had my mom. And she let everybody know. <laughs> And the way she did that was from the bar, 
of the bowling alley. She was pointing at the lane where those rails were going up and just bellowing, just going, I never seen them do that before. Did you even know they could do that? I didn't know they could do that. Just astonished at this turn of the century technology. Thing is, the reason that those rails were going up on that lane is because there was a physically handicapped man bowling on that lane. Jump ahead if you want. You're not going to get extra credit. He had a walker. He would shuffle up to the foul line. His friends would hand him a ball. He would drop the ball. Half hour later, would knock down some pins. And everybody would cheer. It's the very thing, like, Stevie got five, and a whole bowling alley. Hell yeah, Stevie, five. Nice one, buddy. Now, I know that my mom was pointing at the rails. She knew she was pointing at the rails. But because of the distance from where she was pointing from, nobody else in the bowling alley had any goddamn idea she was pointing at the rails. Because they just saw a 70-year-old woman with a shock of white hair and a Bud Light in one hand and an incredulous finger in the other. Just bellowing with the voice of a billion Marlboro ultralights. My mom sounds like me. Just pointing at a handicapped man bowling in disbelief <laughs> and saying, Did you know they could do that? I didn't know they could do that. Did you? I've never seen them do that before. I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> and I saw that and I was just like, Ha ha ha! ha, ha. Oh, mom. Uh, uh, maybe we don't point, maybe. Maybe we don't point because pointing's rude. Pointing's rude. You know how I know pointing's rude? You taught me that. You, you taught me that pointing's rude. I was little, we were at the mall, and a guy had a thing. And I was like, Mala, and you said, we don't point. That's what you said. You said we, but you meant me. And I, I appreciate you for that. You made it about us, not about the individual. And that was a learning moment for me. But so since that moment, we haven't pointed because we learned that pointing's rude. And we don't point anymore because we taught us that pointing's rude. Yet here we are, and now we're pointing, even though we know that it's rude, but, but yet we're pointing, and I'm trying to be nice, but she's still sitting there Babe Ruth in this motherfucker. <laughs> As I'm trying to explain to her, and finally I'm like, put your fucking finger down, you're being an asshole. <laughs> She's like, you're just being sensitive. I'm like, well, you're being an asshole, but I can't say that to her because she's my mom and she's old and she'll die. <laughs> I love that fucking bit. Um, I actually, I actually like, I didn't realize until just now, but I, I like took something that he does in that bit and did it in my act this past weekend, which was do? the when I was doing the heroin bit, and and I was like. I said a flower, I said some flour and a spoon, and some people started laughing, and I was like, some of you are ahead of the rest of you. Like, and they got a big laugh. But It's a, it's a self-awareness thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. You know, the audience yeah. is like, oh, he's here too. He noticed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look how good I did. I figured out that was heroin. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, do you guys have anything to promote coming up? I thought we were going around the horn. I was waiting for Jimmy. LVT every Wednesday, Lakewood Village Tavern. Come out. Hell um, yeah. Is that it? That was oh, it. That's, that's, that's it. I don't have a you lot of had, stuff You going said, on. Um, like, you had something else I was to trying say. to think. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, book me on stuff so I can come on a podcast <laughs> and promote shows. Um, All right. Blake? Um, if anyone needs a transmission or a differential fixed, uh, I'm your man. Call H&H Truck Parts. <laughs> we met comedy shows. <laughs> I had nothing, so I promoted what I could. God uh, damn, guys. They're not giving us fucking sponsor money. Fuck that place. Um, paying me? <laughs> uh, Brandon? Uh, I got Cork and Cap. I'm doing that show next Friday, uh, the 29th. So come out to that. All my Warren friends, I hope I have some. <laughs> Hell yeah. You said that with no comment. It's a great, it's a great room regardless. Yeah. Like it's, Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Shane Herman, I think, runs it. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, there's like the group, the Youngtown Youngstown Comedy Sy- Syndicate or That's whatever. That's a cool name. That took yeah. a while to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did That's fuck you, cool Blake. Um, all I have coming up that I can announce right now is uh, the roast battle, August thirteenth at nice. Hominem Roast Battle at the Odeon Lounge. Um, I'll be roasting Daniel Myers. Oh, and listen to my other podcast, Running Down a Bit. Um, it's only half hour, so it's not going to take that much of your time. We have three episodes out; they're very good. So and five minutes after John said he wasn't going to promote a I different know, podcast, I, just, I didn't say it because I it's knew I my other that. podcast. <laughs> That's and fair. and uh, the other two co-hosts with me on that podcast, Bob McClure and Tim Wolf, will also be roasting at the roast battle. Bob McClure is roasting Kevin Bain, and Tim Wolf is roasting Julia Mary. So swear to God, I'm the only one not roasting this. Yeah, so come see Julia get her ass kicked. Um, and Brown Petri Dish is created by John Brown and Brandon Petri. Logo designed by Brian Gallagher. Music by Jared Bailey. Audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by John Brown. Video YouTube version. Produced and edited by Harrison Poole.